Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. Hello. The only show where it's a D and not-so-silent Doug reboot. I was going to say, I've been thinking a lot about our past. Mostly because one of my bosses A million years ago. Yeah, one million years (laughs) ago. A boss recently admitted to me some things he shouldn't have about tattoos that he has. And one of them is totally a D20 die. I'd be okay with that. And I'm like... You know, you know, it's you better should, than an ICP tattoo. Well, I told him he should totally add the degree symbol so it could be D20 proof, and he did not understand why I thought that was hilarious. God, D20 proof. There's a show we need to f- figure out down the it, road. It, it, but yeah, anyway. Someday. However, there is a, a follow-up to that story. He admitted something else to me he should have never admitted. Butt which, stuff. It was not butt stuff. It's worse than butt stuff. He has a poison ivy tattoo on his other ankle. But like, but like, but no, like, of a, but dude's, like, of a dude skanking. And I asked him, oh, I'm like, wait, what? You know, the dancing, skanking. You mean Operation Ivy? Oh, there Up we Ivy? go. There we go. I was gonna make a joke about the Drew Barrymore movie, but I was like, wait, what's happening? No, Operation Ivy. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm very tired, people. Yeah, the Up Ivy guy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then Suicide Machines had their version of that with the uh, syringe. I Which, might be a punk. It's just one of those things where he made that to me, and I'm like. And how long ago did you get that done? Because, I mean, we all got tattoos done that we... I've got a close friend with... I wouldn't uh, say regret, but I'd say we'd, we'd think better of now. I've got a friend with uh, the Bulldog from the Bostones, and he, he owns it. Just like how I semi-own uh, an Insane Clown Posse tattoo. I wasn't going to make you admit that. I did. I did. This is the second time it's been brought up in the, like, two minutes we've been recording. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. I did. But Not what so I was going to say is, I, I asked him, I'm like, how long ago did you get that done? He's like, oh, I got it done last year. I, I made the Of the Up Ivy guy? Yeah. That's okay. I mean, he's... Got to help the mic pick that up. Did you hear that? Your pop? Yeah. That was my neck breaking on... Oh, I totally thought it was your elbow. Nope. That was my neck. How's, how's your back, your pussy, and your crack? Probably going to pop throughout this whole show. It's... No, it's fine. Okay. Recent, recently posted. Uh, no, no, we've we've gotten old. It's totally fine. Still doing all right. Yep. Um. Yes. We will probably mm. wait a while to drink them. Yes. But yes. Sounds Thank you. Good. And that was our server, whose name I never caught. So, Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, We're Killer Frost at- is our fucking server. I couldn't think of any other Caitlin because I wasn't going to say Jenner. Oh, I totally thought you were going somewhere completely different there. Well, you're back at our old stomping grounds. We are. Times at Barracudas. Yes, and recording no applause, just a clap. It's been, it's been a hot minute, hot minute, uh, since we've gotten together to record. We didn't even do anything at Comic Con or NDK. That actually had more to do with the fact that I got called into work. Yeah. you and Christina, our our quote unquote intern from. Um, NDK both got called into she, work. I think she's gotten upgraded from intern. She, but yes. she's, she's, yeah, she's, she's talent. She's on air talent. Like I said, she's on air talent. But like I said, I got called in very unexpectedly, which is a little sad because we were planning on doing a kind of kind of a post. wrap up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But it just happened. Uh, I had we had a new been, job. been doing plenty of pre gaming, and we're going to do a uh, post game. So, like I said, I, I I got a new job, which is awesome. I don't want to name businesses, but it's pretty awesome. Good. We're still working on it, but unfortunately, since apparently you and I have gotten old, the pops and cracks are pretty fucking hilarious now. The pops alone, you are coming up on, you said almost 200? Uh, I hit my milestone 100th with the uh, butt stallion from, I just love saying it, I really do. Uh, from kind of, Borderlands. I'm which kind of hoping that you take a post-it and write stuff on it and put it over the stallion. Remind me Thank of that. You. Remind me of that in a second, because I have a great, great story about a post-it note in a pop, in just a moment. But I will say, because you don't play Borderlands, and I know. I know, but the unicorn still looks cool as shit. So the the well, it's it's a pony. It's not a unicorn. It's wearing a crown. Well, excuse so, me, the unipony. No, it's a pony the with a crown. Corn? Oh, it's and not I a pony. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How is it? There's only two of us, and we keep talking over each other. No, we're um, going back to our roots. Apparently. I know we are, really, right? Um, I really miss recording so in my great. apartment in my pajamas. Oh, this is so nostalgic, Quake. But in uh, Borderlands Two, the bad guy, Handsome Jack, 
It's talking about how rich he is. Nathan um, Fillion? If Nathan Fillion played him in a movie, that would be fucking rad. That's the only thing that makes sense. Are you wondering who Nathan Fillion is playing in Suicide Squad? Okay, no, that... okay we're not doing a shit ton of tangents. We're only doing a shit Finish half ton of tangents. Thought, exactly. So, at one point, like, you know, Handsome Jack is like on your like comms or whatever. He's hacked him. So he jumps in every once in a while while you're playing. And he goes, do you know how rich I am? I bought a pony made entirely of diamonds. I named it Butt Stallion. And Butt Stallion becomes like this weird like obsession for one of the other characters, Tiny Tina, who's... Yeah, you've talked about Tiny Tina uh, before. I'm wearing the Tiny Tina tea party shirt right now. I wasn't going to talk um, about it. Oh, I will ad nauseum. I, I'm mad that she's not in Borderlands 3 enough. Um, but we'll talk about Borderlands 3 as I do ad nauseum later on in the show. Um, but yeah, like that's, like, people are like, wait, butt stallion. I'm like, it's a pony made, it's made entirely of diamonds. No, actually it was a huge announcement for Funko and they premiered it, I want to say it. It was a fall DCC? New York. It might have been NYCC. It's NYCC because it's a New York uh, fall exclusive. Like I said, no, it was, it was a big deal. Weirdly enough. It was a big deal. Weirdly enough. I'm not going to say how much, but it was half the price of the Tiny Tina Funko. And the Tiny Tina Funko, I went back and forth for like probably two weeks a pay period before I pulled the trigger on Tiny Tina. You realize it might just also be time because I bet if you leave Bud Stallion for a little bit longer its price is going to jump pretty high. Yes. Because people don't know about it or they think it's going to be cheap because it's available. Well and the thing is with Bud Stallion as well as Tiny Tina they're fan favorites. Um, There's not a whole lot of call for a let's say Lilith uh, Vault Key Variant that may or may not be coming out in November that I've already bookmarked. But you realize that fan favorites are the ones that, in general, become very expensive. Yes, because like I was, Tiny Tina. But like I said, I was recently looking at the Firefly plot. Firefly plops. Yes, I was looking at the Firefly pops because I only have one. And Eric said something to me recently. You should get more Firefly pops. And it started. What do you have, me. Jane with the hat? All I have is Jane with the hat. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's one of the more valuable ones. It's worth about sixty-five to seventy dollars, uh-huh. and I got it on the random. I got it well, in like you one and, of those. You and I no. highway robbery for the uh, duck pool. Oh God! That Thank was you, duck pool. But that was and that was Christina fulfilling her entire thing of being an intern when she goes, "Oh, look at this one!" And then right next to it was duck pool, and I was like, "That's super expensive, rare." What is it, British, like, UK Walgreens exclusive? It was the UK Walgreens, and you and I were both pissed about it when it happened, because they're like, Walgreens exclusive, so I was looking at Walgreens for, like, a month and a half. And you had, and I was, you know, hunting for it as well, and then when you realized it was UK, I was like, okay, looked online. There's still a Walgreens I'm mad about. Spider Pig. Spider Pig? Like, from the Simpsons movie? Spider Ham. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, sorry. Like I yeah, said, Peter Spider- Porker. Peter Porker, yes. Spider Ham was a Walgreens exclusive. And Do you know Pork Rind is his venom? Just throwing it out there. Really Deb's, Deb's face is in her hands. Right she forgot just how much weird shit I can pull out of my ass. It's more the fact that I've actually known people that worked at Walgreens, and basically, pretty much every Spider Ham got taken by staff. And I get it. You work at a Walgreens, you need the exclusive. <laughs> Well, like, but at Target, I found the the gray vest fuck up variant of Darth Maul when the Phantom Menace came out, and immediately was like opening every case because I was in the warehouse. Who the fuck's gonna stop me other than Mister Target? Um, no one was gonna stop me. Okay, you say Mister Target, and my mental image of him is terrifying. Oh God, exactly. Mister Target sounds like the worst kind of corporate bad guy from a Gerard Way written episode uh, issue of uh, Doom Patrol. Okay, we should Mr. stop Target. talking about Pops because I will go on forever but I desperately want the Klaus. I was going to segue off of Gerard Way. Like I said, I desperately want the Klaus Umbrella Academy Pop. Do they make those? They're coming out in about a month. Okay. They made the amount. Are they the Netflix ones? Are they the Netflix ones? They're Netflix ones. They're right. still really good, and I really want the Ben one, and I really want the Klaus one. And they Ben's made like really not even in the fucking comic. And we're gonna oh, hold on. But like I said, they made really two good Vanya ones: one with her normal, and one and with one her, the white, yeah, the exactly. white violin. They're coming out in about a month. You have to get the white Funko, violin one for Annie. Like, 
Yes, because it actually made me physically uncomfortable to listen to Vanya play violin in the first half of the series because she makes mistakes that anybody with an ear or somebody who played violin could feel. A musical ear, not I, like a physical ear. I, I get why they did that, but it made me physically uncomfortable. I didn't notice. I was more paying attention to how great the casting was for Klaus. Um, Robert Shannon or whatever his Samaritan, name is. It was fine. But how good was he in Misfits? Let's not talk about Mortal Engines. Is he in Mortal Engines? Seriously. I haven't seen it. it like Keep crap. living your life. Don't see it. Really? One yeah. of those? Yeah. Shit. It's visually beautiful. That's the nicest thing I can say. Is it? Is it Peter Jackson? Is that one of the executive... I think it was like the same people that produced him. Okay. I will say, I'm only a couple issues into it, but I did pick up the third, speaking of the Umbrella Academy, which was my segue. I've um, been waiting, but yes. Well, I picked up the third book, Hotel Oblivion, mm-hmm. which they ran for reference throughout the first volume, which the first volume actually has a supervillain who eats the rumor's arm, or Allison. Uh, that Obviously, that wasn't in the show. I wish it was. I know. I... I Having watched Doom Patrol, where Doom Patrol really leaned into the fucking weird, I was a little disappointed watching... Umbra- and not that Umbrella Academy was bad, but it just didn't I think it had lean to do, into the weird. No, I think it had to do with time and budget. Because I won't say there were any filler episodes. I won't say they wasted time. But it didn't start had... with an atomic elbow the way the comic did, and that's what I wanted. Okay, think of it like... I wanted an no, intergalactic cosmic like wrestling match. Watchmen. Where the psychic squids can't be portrayed in the comics. It would be silly. Movie. I agree. But but Umbrella Academy has the ability, as a new show, to write its own fucking rules. They got renewed. We'll see what happens. Oh, like renewed. I said, they oh, only have so much time and so much budget. Well, right now they only have so much plot because the first season did cover a lot of the first two books. White Violin, or no, I'm sorry, The Apocalypse Suite and uh, Dallas, which has one of the greatest endings in a comic I think I've ever read. But you One of the and I have twists. this conversation and because I wore the shirt to work yesterday, I really do think Diego is basically what Nightwing would have ended up as if he wasn't a little bit stronger. Wait, show, what? Hold on. Show Diego. Diego on the show is such a whiny little bitch. Yes. I really think that's what Robin Nightwing would have ended up as if he wasn't a little mentally stronger. Okay, yeah, no, agree. Agreed. And here's the thing, is that... Emotion, with, emotionally unavailable both, father mentor. Like mm-hmm. I said, with both Diego and Luther, they need a lot more character building before I don't think they're Though fucking Though I was impressed by... Because in the comics, Luthor has his head transplanted onto a Martian gorilla body. Yeah, I said that right. <laughs> Martian gorilla body, mm-hmm. okay. So for them to do, like, the monkey body, I was like... Nice nod. Obviously, Martian Gorilla wasn't going to be in the cards. Once again, they leaned away from the weird. But they made it work. But they made it work. So we'll see. I, I'm interested to see what they do with this. Because what, the first season ends with them being... It, they start they over. They start over. With their kid bodies. Yeah. Still no Ben. Ben is barely in the comics. Ben's pretty awesome. Barely. Though. And it's just one of those where you loved Klaus immediately. Well, and I love I love that, I love that actor. I do, I do. But still, the character you love. Oh, because Klaus I've never seen Mortal Engines. Like I said, you love Klaus immediately, but with the build on the character, you love Klaus even more. And oh god, when I he have, gets back from Vietnam, it was yes, exactly. And then you actually, because I've been rewatching it, we saw the episode where he gets back, but you don't get the filler episode where you know that he fell in love and everything that happened to him until I think one or two episodes later. So I'm just like waiting for who I'm watching it with to see that, and I'm like, you like Klaus already, you're going to like him more. They did great with this character. Did he have Hello and Goodbye tattooed on his hands? I don't yes. remember. Okay. It's Klaus takes those... a, a really dark turn in the third book. I, I, I will say that. Maybe he needs to. It's... He's basically, like, a junkie walking seance, which I know, yes, in the show, in the comics, it's that. But I mean, like... Like, junkie, like, total, like, did he just move? I think he pissed himself. And he's, like, watched over by these, like, Hell's Angels types that are, like, pretty much exploiting him for money. 
Like, it is well, that's, fucking that's kind of dark. unfortunately a very foreseeable future for somebody like that. Well, they've all fallen apart after But I'm Dallas just saying and, that yeah. there are situations like that and people like that in the world. Oh, yeah. However, what I was going to follow up with is maybe it's just because I haven't seen enough of her, but I fucking hate Allison. I hate her character. I hate everything they did with her. And I'm sorry. How are they supposed to redeem her? She's a self-entitled fucking prick who is arrogant enough to think that she should have a child and then manipulate that child. Also, I hate her hair. What? Okay, on that last note, I can't say anything about Oh, much. no, that's a personal feeling. Um, I will say, once again, reading the third volume, she does try to see her daughter uh, on her birthday. I get that she tries and, to see and her the ex-husband daughter as is much like, as she can. Well, and the ex-husband's like, you're not legally allowed to be here, you need to leave. And... She goes, you know, we happened. You can't deny that. And he goes, but you made it happen. And she goes, I don't think I did. And now it's a very murky. I super exactly get that. How I much super get all of that. Of However, her rumor powers she used or was aware she was using. Like I said, I super get that. But there's still the plot line that she manipulated her three-year-old to behave. Well, in the yeah, in the show. I mean, given every parent wishes they could do it, but. Not to the extent that she does, I understand what you're saying. Like I said, no, I'm going straight show here. And it's yeah. just one of those where I never liked her character to begin with. They didn't give me anything to like about her character, and they just made it worse. Yeah, and... and they gave me no vulnerability on her at all. Outside of her, like, unrequited love with Luthor... It's it, not unrequited. She left. She left Luthor? She left the Academy, which means she left Luthor. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And don't get me wrong, she needed to do that bad. And Luther is so pitiful. Yeah, he's not as strong of a character in the show that he is in the comics. I, I, are you trying to was... tell me that both Luther and Diego are way stronger in the comics yes. and we just need to give them more time? Luth, uh, Diego's almost Batman. Um, if he was Batman, I wouldn't think he was such a little pain in the there ass. There you go. Um, and Luthor is, uh, Luther is a space boy. Um don't say that because he's not on Bowie's level. Well, that's his code name, though. Or that's the name that uh, Hargrave gives him. Space Boy, number one. It's also um, the fact that they tried to make us sympathetic with Hargrave, and he can suck a dick. Yeah, Hargrave is not sympathetic Like at, I said, they, they tried. Pass. Well, they never really got into that he was an alien. No, they didn't um, get into that in the there's literally, they hinted There's literally at one it. scene. Like, Pete, they hinted and on, at what it. is that, the last episode of the sh- first season, I think? I think so. Where... Yeah, he's like on an alien planet, and you're like, and there's something up. all the and his mo- Whatever. And, like, the monocle means something, because, like, number five gets the monocle and gets, I wouldn't say corrupted by it, but, like, it's like, oh, there was more to Hargrave, obviously, than we knew. Can we talk about how talented the actor they have who plays five is? Yes. He is young, but his facial expressions hold everything. And it's it's pitch perfect to the comic. I mean, the way he's just, like... A no, cranky, a cranky, not, I wouldn't say sage, but like, no, he's, he's got he's experience. Yeah, and he's like, don't tell me what to do. I'm 80 years older than you. Like, he has old man habits, but he's also a realist. Like I said, at five, like I said, that actor is very talented. And it's just one of those things where, no, we don't get to see five in the future except as an old apocalyptic man, but you're still very attached to him. And with Vanya, they hinted very early on that she completely had powers, but you don't see that until you've watched the season and then watch it again. And it's the same with the comics. Um, which is fine. Which, speaking of comics, we really need to start kicking the ass on this episode. Um, yeah, good luck with that. Maybe if we're going to do it quarterly, we're going to have to make like three-hour episodes. We're going to try, oh, no. try and do it monthly. We'll see what happens. I'm sorry, we're working people. This happens. Not all of us are heiresses. You think you're an heiress? No. I mean, unless you mean heiress no. from Final Fantasy VII. Okay, we're not going to do It was this. a general statement, but thanks for that. Um, so, I was actually wanted to talk briefly about Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. So, I had to see that twice. Oh, that's a lie. I had to see that three times. I saw it twice with the original cutting and the third time with the director's cut. I wasn't aware there was a director's cut, but okay. Work a place that I get to see that. Nice. I have to say, one 
and I think we've talked about this before, they need a better editor. Because the third okay. act dragged really long. Yeah. And yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. He keeps talking about how he's a neighborhood Spider-Man. With he's the never co- in the neighborhood. That's the thing. Is that if you watch, <laughs> he's not no, in that neighborhood. If you watch the director's in any cut, of those movies. Like I said, no. If you watch, he's the, in space for most of Avengers. Can I finish a sentence? <laughs> yeah. If you watch the director's cut, they actually cut a bunch of scenes where he's actually fixing some things in the neighborhood. And that makes a lot more sense, where he's devoting himself to the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you know, after the blip, even right. more to the neighborhood. And that's why he wants to say he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But when they do Far From Home, they completely remove all of that, so you don't understand why he's feeling so alienated and so taken advantage of. Interesting. And I mean, I love MJ, but... Whatever girlfriend they gave his sidekick, I could really have oh, done without God. her. Yeah, the Ned Leeds. Um, I can't. What's her name? I literally can't think of her name. Uh, Liz Allen. And like I said, they really actually did Who a is very smart. Very well steeped in Spider-Man mythology. But. Like I said, no, they did a very good job with her casting and everything that they did together and the fact that it only lasted for the trip. Mm-hmm. Like it would. I mean. Absolutely. But it just, ugh. Uh, oh my god, she's everybody's Karen. Yes, she is. Um, Sorry, um, I have a million more things, but continue. Well, I was going to say, let's get into, because we had people ask us to do this, get into, like, Fall TV and, and DC TV's comeback. I have gotten a lot of comments about how we should talk about the boys. I have done yes. nothing to help that. Continue, Doug. Dude. Yeah, I think we're okay. Do you want anything? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, did you want me to talk about the boys? Because I watched the first we've episode. We've done a couple no. episodes about it. But like I said, I watched the first episode, and I just feel like I need to be in a very specific mental place to watch the rest of it. I think it's the most Garth Ennis thing I've ever seen. How do you feel about the comic compared to the show? In that, and uh, go back, and I, and, and uh, I, I, I have talked about it. But, translate. Uh, actually, it was translated extremely well. Having it, I I read the comics. Yeah. Um, the one thing they excuse me, sorry. The one thing they seem to have changed. I'll say seemed because I don't know about season two. The one thing they seemed about seemed to have changed. It, well, and I know you don't care about spoilers. The show's been out long enough, so I can say it. Uh, is Butcher's wife. Okay. Um, you really don't care about spoilers, because mm-hmm. this is going to get... Okay. In the comics... I've never once cared about spoilers. In the comics, Butcher's wife gets raped by the kind of Superman character, Homelander. The Which we're still waiting for a Funko Pop for. God. The resulting pregnancy uh, at some at, you know, at a developmental point... Tears itself out of her, killing her, in Which the middle is of the actually night. Actually, kind of the basis of a lot of Greek myths. You know, or the Superman conversation from Mallrats. Um, I was talking Lois more getting about a the suntan and thing, okay. the kid kicking her stomach out, uh, and then Butcher has to beat the the fetus to death with a lamp. That is not in the show. I wish it was. Is what the, kind of lamp? Oh, uh, like a, a tall... No, I mean, would the lamp be strong enough? I... Well, it's a fetus. I mean, it's just... But it also but... kicks its way out. I... This, this Dab, is, I'm not, this here. is I'm not, not a conversation yeah, okay. we need to have. Continue. Sorry, go ahead. This is not a thing too much about it. It's me, Also, it's, like, it's not a fully formed super, so, I mean, it might still be weak. It might be strong, but not, like, in, like invulnerable. Time punches. No, different thing um because i just reread all of jeff john's teen titans and his last volume ends with that superboy prime yeah doing time punches but anyway uh at the very end of the season um you find out butcher's wife is alive now she lived through that no it was a story that was told to both butcher and homelander because homelander insists in the show that the sex was consensual. Butcher's whole vendetta against Homelander is that it was rape. Now, 
My, hold on. My whole thing was I went back and forth between loving and hating this because having his wife being alive, or being alive, takes away Butcher's motivation. Which I didn't like, but then thought, okay, so now you have the quote-unquote hero without motivation. And now Homelander finds out not only did the wife not die, but the child was like brought to term. He has a son that has Homelander-esque abilities. Um, seems to. And you kind of have this weird, like, Freaky Friday, like, swap of motivations where now Homelander is fighting, fighting for family the way that Butcher was, and now Butcher has questions. nothing to lose. It, once again, I have a love-hate relationship with how the season ended with that reveal. Um, so many more questions. And we'll find out what happened, uh, what happens to the Deep, which is the Aquaman analog, after he was effectively raped after sexually assaulting Starlight and starts having a Britney Spears shaved head-esque breakdown. I'm telling you, Deb, get to the boys. It's worth it every step of the way. I don't think you need to be in a place where it's too serious. I mean, it's funny, it's that, that's violent. That's not my problem. It's just one of those where I need to pay very close attention to everything that happens. And unfortunately... I would That's say it's eighty percent active, twenty percent passive. I mean, you can, you know, blank. I out can't on watch Korean melodrama. I can't watch The Boys. And Hollow Notes are playing as if to prove your point somehow. Um, it's get through not the rich get, girl. get get through The Boys. No, Highly I'm, recommend I, it's it. It's not that I don't want to get through it. It's that I actually want to pay attention, and I just haven't been in a place to do that. Yeah, lately I've been so busy I haven't had the time to really focus on a whole lot. Um, I'll use this as a segue If you want to segue, you can, but I was going to give you a one-off. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you saw any of the trailers for Ready or Not. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the commercial. Um, I saw it because my good for Freezy is due to my job. I've heard it's actually really good. It's excellent. It's actually very early 80s horror. It's pretty awesome. Like, it has comedy, it has horror, it's fantastic. I've heard it's a... Scott Ackerman was on a podcast I was listening to. No, like I said, I think they marketed it badly, and I think it was excellent. Agreed. Because he calls it... A th- I'm not gonna... I'm gonna fuck Go this ahead. up. But it's a portmanteau of thriller and comedy, and he says... It's... It's a tromedy? Thrill... Thrill... Thrill me? Whatever. But he goes, really, it, it's, it's a lot like um, a thriller comedy, the way that, like... We haven't seen since uh, arachnophobia. At one point in time, the lead character literally looks like Carrie after she gets doused in pig's blood. Which I call a Tuesday, but yes, I understand. But like I said, no, like I said, I think it was marketed badly, and it was actually pretty funny and very unexpected, and I liked it a great deal. I've heard, yeah, I've, like, I've heard I'm nothing not but good things. I'm not big on horror films. I wouldn't even call that a horror. Like I said, having it being compared to. Something like arachnophobia, or I might even go out of a limit having not seen it and say maybe something like Slither, where a little bit, yeah. it's no, got I, like I, I kinda go all those elements. Yeah. Um, I'll see it. I mean, everything comes out in theaters and then is out on digital like months later. I so. honestly don't know how I would have even marketed it now, because it probably would have been better just straight streaming, but how do you market something like that? I mean, you can market it for free, but how does it pay for itself? Well, we'll see that with the Jane Silent Bob reboot, which we referenced at the very beginning of the episode. They're going to be he in Durango a, shortly. Is that where they're doing it? Durango? Oh, fuck you, Kevin Smith. You I'm don't want to make Durango. that drive. Yeah, you I'm not going to that Durango. Drive. That's also fucking Durango. I get that it's a college town, but pass. Yeah, but like, it's what's like that college? Fort drive. Lupton? Who gives a shit? It's also about a seven-hour drive. Like, do it in, like, Boulder or... You know what I mean? Like, at least Boulder, like a college town. Like I think it's kind of who was interested more than anything else. Okay. But, I mean, I I really like that he is invested in this, and he's done a lot of really good things in the last number of years. Well, ever since... And he's not expecting it to be a blockbuster. No, but ever since the whole distribution controversy with Red State, he's really done a lot of things differently, which is very impressive. But you also realize he's in a very weird emotional place. Apparently he brings up the heart attack a lot in the movie. I'm Mormon. He's in a weird emotional place about uh, Weinstein. He's talking about... Is it all still Miramax with him? No. 
But he talks about the fact that, I mean, that's the man that paid for his career for X number of years, and then he started the Harvey Boys, and he, and he was super pissed off, and it's just one of those, he took care of me, and he started me, but he's also a horrible fucking person. Shit. yeah. So, and I mean, he's got a daughter who's an actor now and a musician, so... Mm-hmm. That's not a brain fuck at all. Harley Quinn Smith seems to be doing all right for herself. Um, I had nothing on that. I don't even know why I brought it up. Uh, but she, it looks like she's really funny in the reboot. So um, we're going to piss off our listenership uh, that has been very vocal to you uh, about bringing up Fall TV and specifically the DC TV. I actually want to bring up this. one thing about Is it about Batgirl. any of that? Oh, okay. Batwoman. Excuse me, Batwoman. It's 2019. Let's be progressive. It has been... Batlady. A... Batbroad. I really wish people Bat-gash. could see me giving you... Oof. Walk the hell away, Doug. <laughs> let's, uh... It has actually been pointed out on that. a number of different uh, places that it mm-hmm. really did get review-bombed. Yes, that... Is it awesome? Eh, I'm... Is it terrible? No, it's not terrible. I don't think it's terrible. I the think, thing I is think the that it, it literally it. got very much review bombed. One, because people could, and two, because there's still people that are not okay with a gay fucking superhero. Like, it's wasn't one of those the light, where... Wasn't... No, not the light. What, what was his name? Um, the Ray was gay in the last crossover with Earth X or whatever. Exactly. But it's just one of those where it was a temporary ca- it was a temporary episode long or maybe two or three episode long arc. Well, Gay Captain and Cole so joined the have, Legends for like But like I said, a you have season. a series lead and it literally got like four times as many reviews as any other D C T V show. Once again, I'll go with our five episode rule. Am I thrilled that they've revealed that Batgirl and Alice are... I said Batgirl. Sorry. Diff- literally different characters. I'm not even no, being I sexist. I'm not even being sexist. They're two different characters. Batgirl and Batwoman. I'm not even kidding. Because one is Barbara Gordon and one is uh, Kathy Kane. Kate Kane? I think Whatever. it's Kathy, but I could be wrong. I think it's... Ka- well, in the comics, it's Kathy Kane. But anyway. So if I say Kate Kane, I think that's what it is in the show. Um, but... So they're two different characters, so if I... I yeah, I'm going to try to stick to Batwoman, sorry. Um, but, like, the the reveal that Batwoman and... I don't know. Batwoman and, and Alice are, like, sisters that they each thought had died after Batman couldn't save them, and Batman tortured himself. I'm sorry. He tortured himself over... That he couldn't save his, like, cousin's, like, parents or something, and I'm like... Um, are you aware that Batman has tortured himself his entire... Attached to. Are we aware that Batman's whole thing is he's torturing himself over his parents' death? And that is like, twice removed cousins' parents shouldn't even really matter? I mean, really? I, that's complicated. Like, I, he's such a loner, and we've never heard of this extended family... Actually, I no, assume never, other, other than, you know, Van from Powerless. Outside, who's an established character in the comics. Um, yes, but we also love Alan Tudyk. Yes, we do. Especially because of the tick and, you know, Wash and everything he's ever done. He's even he's, good in The Last Night. Was he the one whose butt you see before you actually see his... No, it was Paul Batney. That's, that's Paul Batney as Chaucer. Paul Batney, yeah. Yeah, as Chaucer. Um, Is it weird that I know that? No. Is it weird that I know that you see his butt before you see his face? Yeah, he's Chaucer. Yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. I don't remember the character names, but there's butt then face, and then there's funny guy from Firefly, and then there's uh, future Joker. You you can just say butt face. I wasn't going to say butt face. Also, you say future Joker, and I'm like, Walking Phoenix was there? No. Unfortunately, that's the Joker that's most in my brain, because that's the one that most offends me. Real... uh, Ooh, can you do this without spoiling it? I actually was being a dick when I said that. We we all really, really hate Jared Leto. Oh, I was thinking Heath Ledger, because... I, I was just being an asshole. Yes, Heath Ledger, future Joker. Anyway. 
um, Jared Leto, who we really hate. I do have to say, and we're not. I don't talk hate Jared about Leto. It's just it's Joker was in, for for what he went through. Where he goes for what he put people through. No, no, no. What he went through because he did the whole like kind of like going into the character the same way Heath Ledger did, and he goes, "I listened to nineteen twenties gospel," and it was like very like. And when he said that, I'm like, okay, I can see. Like a very like the Joker being raised in one of those like That's weird great. tents. He crossed too many tent- lines with his coworkers for the role that he was given. What do you mean cross too many lines? Do you not know about all the fucked up things he actually literally sent his sent his coworker actors when he was working on Suicide Squad? No, is this something we want to do on air? Uh, you mean the fact that he actually sent some of his coworkers use condoms? That he used. I don't get that he went method. I get it, but still, what you're doing was not worth what you put other people through. Fuck you. Yeah, but if George Clooney did, did it to Brad Pitt, would it be charming? No. Oh. I think pranks are stupid. What I was going to tell you about Joker. Walking Phoenix is really good as Joker. It is not a comic book movie. No, They no. completely edited the trailer wrong. Because they basically put you in the very wrong mental place for it. That's me, Joker versus kind of Thomas Wayne is like Joker going against the establishment. Is what I got out of it. What I was going into was there is literally a scene in it. What looks like a brawl at the gathering of the Juggalos. And I was very surprised Jared Leto Joker didn't pop up there. I'm surprised he wasn't hosting it. It makes sense in the storyline and the setting of the movie. But that's all I could think was that, oh my god, it's a brawl at the gathering of the Juggalos. I have no joke about that. Um, uh, the only other thing I have to say about that is that Jared Leto physically does contortions that are amazing to convey his character. and he Jared is, Leto? Oh, you're right, I'm sorry. Walking Phoenix. Okay. Like I said, does contortions that completely convey kind of the hardness of everything he's going through in his mental state as the Joker. Okay. It's not machinist bad, but he actually gets very physically I've, slim for the entire I've, movie. That's in the that's in the commercial trailer, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But no, there's there's other points where it's just one of those. It, it's not as bad as Christian Bale machinist, but he he obviously lost a lot of weight and put yes. himself through a lot of physical discipline and abuse to get there. And I mean, you think he's gonna get the Oscar nom? No. That's what I hear. No, no. He, for all their big talk. No, did he do enough for it? Yes. Will he get it? No. Do you think, they, it's, they do you think it's because of the controversy? I think it's, cause they mar- because, no, it's, it's I think it's because they marketed it. Because it's a quote unquote comic movie. Neither. Okay. Like I said, I think they marketed it wrong. So okay. people go into it expecting something completely else. Yeah, like a Joker movie, like a Joker and, origin and movie. One, and it is, and I understand that, but it isn't. Yes and in, no. Yes. You never truly get the uh, origin of Joker. As well, you shouldn't. Ever. That's why Joker is Joker. Here's the thing. I think if it was marketed a different way, it would be handled differently. But if it was made under anything other than a Joker title, it probably would have never gotten the money it needed. Okay. So that's a complicated one. And I mean, I've only liked Jared Leto in my so-called life. I've only ever liked Walking Phoenix in... Fight Club? Not not with King Phoenix. Uh, Jared Leto was in Fight Club. He was Angel Face, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Crap. Okay, fine. I liked him in that, too. Like I said, I've only ever liked Walking Phoenix in... Dallas Buyers Club is great in. I haven't watched it. It's... I'm not in a good emotional place, no, Doug. No, no. And Dallas Buyers Club is not one of those you want to watch, I repeat, like Willie Nelly. I'm not in a good emotional place, Doug. But like he's a I good. Said, he's with, a good actor. He's with Walking Phoenix, I only ever liked him in Gladiator and, you know, Walk Hard. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, he was good, though I wasn't a huge fan of the movie of uh, The Master. Um, her. He was super good in her. Okay, you're right. He's not bad in her, but I have other problems with that movie. Yes, the fact that it's the sequel to Lucy. <laughs> 
USB drive. So OS. we're not going to talk about Jexi? About what? Jexi. What is Jexi? J-E-X-I. Look it up. I don't, we can, we can pause I, I don't it. want to. No, 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 no. This is like when I dare people to look up Gummo. No, look up Jexi nope, right now. Nope, nope, nope. No, please, please do it. Okay. I'll, I'll we don't have that much time, so. It'll be what it is, Dad. Uh, what would you well, like to talk why don't about you next? talk about? Have you watched any of DCT, DCTV? While I'm looking up, Jesse. I'm actually kind of waiting to binge. Ooh, that's an interesting take on that. I mean, Arrow, you've got. Well, no, it's just one of those where Arrow has kind of been hard for me to take for the last few seasons. So I'm like, maybe if I just you know wait and watch it beginning to end, I'll hate it less. And, I mean, The Flash, I have Hot and Cold, and I've never liked Legends, but that's more me than Legends. I should probably just clear my head and give it another chance. Supergirl got f from the beginning, but it also sucks. So, I mean, what do you want me to say here? Hold on, so Jexy is basically Fatal Attraction with an iOS? There you go. Okay. And Adam Devine, by the looks of it? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting casting on something like that, but anyway... So, Major theater release. It seems fucking stupid. When is it? Has it been released? Yeah, this last weekend. And you know nothing about it. No, nothing. No one does. Keep living your life. Adam Devine probably doesn't know it came out. Mm. All right, so I'm sorry. So with Arrow having a shortened season, that's great. It's just one of those where I've been so. You need to watch off. the first. You need to watch the first episode, Dad. It is awesome. Awesome. Like, remember when Mr. Poopy Butthole came out on Rick and Morty, or when what's his name? Uh, uh, Danny Strong took over on um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and put himself in all their ventures, and they like reshot the opening. Oh yeah, credits. that was God. What was his name? Well, the actors is Danny Strong, but no, but this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. Um, it was like Alexander uh, or Adam or, or Jared or something. It was something benign. But anyway, um, oh God, no, Andrew? No, not Andrew, because he was one of the trio. It, anyway. He was one of the trio. Yes. You, okay, yes, you are right. But, but it wasn't, wasn't Andrew, because Andrew. Andrew was the one that like stayed with the Scooby gang throughout the rest of it. Oh, God, that's um, exhausting. Yes, please. Right. Which drinks would we like over here? Did Two more shots of Jacob? Yes. You got it. I'll be right back. Um, but anyway, remember that, yes, right? Yes, of course. The thing is, so they they you liked Andrew. Jacob? No. Like you and I can okay, both we see cannot... his face. In oh our God, heads, yes. But we, and he never anyway, got any so taller. They reshot... He literally never got any taller. Danny Strong? No, he's like he's like Sam Levine, um, from Freaks and Geeks, who never got any fucking taller. Little but he Wolverine. got goddamn funnier. Like I said, little, little Wolverine. Wolverine, Sam the Man Levine. Little, uh, they call him Little Logan now, because Wol- Little Wolverine is now X twenty three. Let that sink in. Okay, anyway, we're coming up on time. So, um, they reshot uh, the opening of Arrow, and it seems that um, Oliver has been on the um, the island for over 10 years, or 10 years. You remember how the Deathstroke mask had the arrow through it? Yeah. It's Batman's mask. Ooh. Right? So, immediately you're like, what the fuck? fuck is going on? you remember the first few seasons of Arrow, we gave zero fucks about modern. All we wanted to see what was happening on the island. And that got flip-flopped by the end of it. Because yeah, really his, his last, his last no, year, it was, it was not his last year on the island, I could really give him a shit about. Like I said, we had And they're talking about a spinoff with, because they've been flash-forwarding since season six. Flash-forwarding with his daughter with Felicity. Um, and they're talking... Just say Felicity, it's fine. And get ready to giggle, Deb. Backdoor pilot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're talking like spinoff of like Arrow, like twenty forty type of thing, or like, twenty twenty six, or whatever. About it that, and I mean, the thing is, we've seen that a little bit before. I mean, one of the first flash forwards we saw was Oliver in the future with the beard, like actual Green Arrow. That was that, no, that was on Legends. Was that on Legends? That was on Legends. Yeah. That was on Legends, where he's you know, like the only reason I'm actually devoted to maybe liking Legends at some it's point. It's because it's so fucking fun, and they uncracked yes, but that the first fucking season was so bad. 
but it's just they didn't know what to do with ensemble cast they've been doing arrow they've been doing flash now they have constantine so i'll watch it i love i love legends i love legends love it once they cracked the code on having fun that's where it was at. Like I, said, I can't even say that bad because we love Parks and Rec and that didn't get really good till season three. three. So I need to, f- I love that we both immediately say three. Cause, yeah, I mean, once that's you got Adam Scott and Rob Lowe. Lowe. So anyway, um, watch the first episode. I'm not going to spoil a whole lot of it because I don't want it spoiled for either our listeners or you. Um, real quick, uh, Flash, um, you don't follow me on Facebook, Deb, because you're not on Facebook, which is fine. Good on you. I have to hear about your headbook. Why do I want to hear about your Facebook? When you watch Flash, the first episode, you find out the actual date that Flash is going to die on the crisis. Oh, my. The specific date. Deb, do you want to take a guess when he dies? Well, I can't make a 9-11 comment. No, you'd be about three months off. Is it a New Year's thing? No, that's four. That's four months. I can't add. I'm not very smart. Well, as a lady, I'll mansplain it to you then. Not, I'm a lady, you're a lady, and I'll... Okay, no, moving I'm on. I'm pretty sure you said you were yeah, a lady. Yeah. yeah. So a lady explain it to you. Not that we care, but still. Eh, it's 2019. Uh, Flash is going to die on December 10th. My birthday. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Do you know how much I love The Flash? A lot. And he's going to die on my birthday. Now, given Barry Allen is not my Flash. I grew up with Wally West. Your dreams probably died on your birthday. Huh? I said you realize your parents' dreams probably died on your birthday. Well, they wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. Well, at least half of theirs. Nope, all of theirs. Hell, my dreams died on their birthday. I'd be like, fucking France. Like, nope. America. Anyway. Please leave the table. On that note, uh, so we have an actual date for Flash dying in the crisis. Obviously, it's an air, it's an air date. It just happens to be on my birthday, and I don't feel good about it. Um, Arrow, it's a comic book character. Based on, they never really die. I took a day off of work when I thought Goku was actually dead. I have yeah, a friend who's still pissed about that. Um, I have a co-worker that totally has Dragon Ball Z tattoos. His sleeves down both of his arms. Working on it. Uh, not arms. Uh, legs, weirdly enough. But, um, they'd be called sleeves, would they? No, they'd be called socks. And I'm not even kidding. That's an actual tattoo term. I almost um, leggings. No, because it's only up to the or knee. Tights. So Only up to the knee. The knee highs. From No, from the ankle up. Japanese schoolgirl. I'm okay with that. All right. I'm going to get some Dragon Ball Z Japanese schoolgirls. That makes sense. That sounds like, yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like I'm doing some mail order bride bullshit. That sounds really bad. Um, I did want to talk briefly about the fact that we are coming up on the premiere date of the last season of BoJack. Yes, and we will probably talk about it when it premieres. Oh, no, we'll talk about the whole series in length. But I'm just saying, we're getting close, and I mean, it's time, but I still wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, Things I didn't expect as well, and I'm going to slam through this as if they were red shirts. Uh, Black Lightning, while I've been kind of ambivalent about it, um, gets real dark. Uh, oh, that's one of the things about like Black Lightning. We've is that it can move, it it can move outside of places? Other things, yeah, the I agree. other things DC TV, well, specifically CW, wouldn't deal with. Agreed, uh, and especially because it's on a later time, so they can get away with a bit more uh, blood when people get shot and cursing. Like I said, it has different parameters. Um, we'll wait till I'm done watching uh, Big Mouth season three, and I'll probably talk about it on a, a, a different episode of Nerd Vomit, as well as um, Stuber. Uh, I'll just hold off on that, though I do want to talk about the ending of Badlands 3, because this is kind of a, a final, semi-final conclusion to this. Are they not making a 4? Oh, they probably are. Uh, 3 was, like, a huge hit. Um, I was going to say. It has, and I will say this, t- uh, these two things before we wrap up, uh, because one will be a little bit long-winded, because I'm going to have to explain something for you, sorry. Um, only because you don't play video games. Has the the second correct response is, I'll have to give you some background. 
I'll have to give you some background. There you go. Um, has the second best fuck you psych out to players I've ever seen. And uh, I was almost at this recording session because I was finally taking up the final boss, Queen Tyrene of the Calypso Twins. Um, and I just entered the vault and then had to leave. So I have no idea how the fucking game actually ends. I don't know. I know there's a quote-unquote post-credit scene that is probably going to lead into four. I can't speculate into what that is. Um, but I will explain. Uh, in Arkham Asylum, the first of the Rocksteady uh, Batman games, during the third and final Scarecrow boss fight, it makes you think that your PlayStation just, like, glitched and bricked. Like it, does, does it give you a blue screen? It effectively, I mean, effectively like, blue does it screen give you a death. Circle of death. It, it just like glitches and like freezes, like what completely pixelated. What does it give you? Um, um almost uh, basically static, uh, frozen static. Um, like highly pixelated screen. No, I have, and then I have, freezes. I have two ways to go with that one, but continue. And it just makes you think like. Oh my god, I was in the middle of a boss fight, and this thing just fucking, like, froze and crashed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where, like, the pixels get big, and then it just freezes? So somebody who obviously, at some point in time, played games where if you reached the end, they had no idea what to do? Well, no, I mean... Like, arcade games, even early yeah, 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 games, yeah, 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 they yeah, yeah, yeah. glitched out. Yeah, yeah, like, like, uh, like, if you imagine, like, how, like, 8-bit games would, like, glitch with, like, big blocks, and yeah, then froze... Exactly. That's what happens during a boss fight on Arkham Asylum. I'm sorry, pass out. Uh, I actually that have a friend. That makes me not want to play it. I actually had a friend who goes, "Let me know when you get there." He's like, "I want to see like you know the level design, whatever." Um, he really just wanted to watch me flip the fuck out. Which of course the game keeps going, and it's like one of the greatest psychouts ever. Um, Borderlands Three legit has a scene where. Tyrene, the god queen uh, of the Calypso twins, apparently killing most of the main characters and then going like, see you on the other side when I'm a god, kicking a camera she's talking to and walking off. And it says, continued in four. That seems like bullshit. Like, and you're like, and I was like, oh, oh my god, like, what the fuck? Did it left us like half hanging? Like, what the hell? And then, of course, like, after, like, a couple seconds, it goes four, three, two, one, and then the game continues, and it's a countdown. So, is it good or is it lazy? The psych out or the game? Both. The psych out? Not lazy at all. Fucking awesome. It got me. Like, I'm not going to deny it got me. I was like, holy but shit. But you peeved? You played the entire game, and that's what it got you. I'm not even through the entire game at this point, but I know what you mean. Um, the fact that they do a psych out, like, for the the end of, like, effectively, now that I know, the second act, genius, it's great, I love it. Um, in terms of total game review, I would say, if you've never played 2, you'll love it. You'll be like, this is crazy banana pants. If you played 2, which I think is phenomenal, I spent literally two There's months of my life. There was a reason it was a hit. Hmm? There was a reason it was a hit. Yeah, because Borderlands 2 is one of the most amazing games ever made. I agree. I spent literally two months... Huh? There's a reason it was a hit. I spent literally seven weeks playing Borderlands 2. I've spent a month on Borderlands 3. Now, part of that is... Time. Well, and that, and it's less side missions, and a lot of the extra stuff is on the back end. And what I mean by that is that you keep finding these glyphs throughout the game, and you really only get the chance to like trans you get the the thing to uh, translate them near the end of the game i have to so, say there, there are good things about that strategy and bad things because i mean a lot of shows and movies and games have done the glyph thing where like put them together and you'll figure something out but i mean i was re-watching um and gravity falls mm -hmm. with a friend and you know they have the little growth sequence at the end every time and I couldn't say a fucking thing to him about it the entire time because it would ruin the series. Do they finally reveal that at the end? Yeah. I assume? Okay. Well, it's more that you put them all together and or you Google it, you know. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of, like, this game is um, less side missions, which I do 
kind of like because I can get through the storyline faster. Well, you're not a mission hunter. I am a mission hunter. Like not I am, really. I am a side mission hunter to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that, upon replay or after I've beaten Tyrene, I can go back and do. Um, I can go back and do, which I am going to do, all of the targets of opportunity, which are the uh, basically it's an assassination hit list. Um, Sounds awesome. It yeah, Sounds and apparently you get awesome. a you get a killer sniper rifle. Ooh. Um, there's the legendary hunts where you come across like the like you know, well it's a legendary hunt. It's like a safari on every level, and you kill the big beast and you get a better gun. Yeah, that's why I never like video games. I will say, hold on, on that note, um, that the yeah, yeah, thank you that. Because the the gun generator software can actually do a billion guns, a, that many combinations. Well, I mean, it's, I, a, it's a choose. I'm your at own. the end of the game, huh? It's a choose your own. Well, it's a, it's a shoot and loot is what they call it, but like, because there are so many combinations and then like random drops from bosses and so forth and so on, that I'm at the end of the game and I still don't have guns I like because there's so many combinations. I can't find the ones I want and or like. Like, I have an infinity pistol. I have one of the rarest guns. It has infinity ammo. But it only does... It only does, like, 57 damage, which is, like, next to nothing. Um, Can you improve it? No. But there are other infinity pistols floating around. I just have to wait for the random drops. Though I did kill the pen and teller voiced... Quote-unquote voice with teller. But the Penn and Teller voiced uh, bad guys with that infinity pistol. Just that gun. Because I can just lay on the trigger and literally run around them and kill them. Oh, and Ice-T is a voice. He's the navigational computer. Let that sink in. Actually, I kind of like that. It works. It totes no, works. I think that'd probably be pretty awesome and relaxing, especially if they got their timing right. Uh, his name is Balex. And when you find out that his name is that... The guy who created him couldn't decide whether to call, call him Barry or Alex, as opposed to like um, having it's not something. Baymax. Yeah, like having something scientific like Baymax. It stands for whatever Actually, Baymax I have stands for. No idea for. what Baymax stands for. I'm sure it stands for something. That's but anyway, not uncomfortable uh, at all. Well, speaking of uncomfortable, we have to wrap up. Um. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and or no. I'm trying to think of anything else I should talk about. At the very end, if you... Like I said, book-wise, I got a book recommended to me, and I'm having a really hard time getting through of it for two reasons. One, it's an audio book, and I'm having a really hard time getting through this specific narrator. Two, it's impossible to physically find in a bookstore. So I could actually order it, and that'd be okay. But because I hate the audiobook narrator so much, I'm having a really hard time getting through it. What book is it? Um, How to Save an Undead Life. Interesting. It was recommended to me. I don't think it's my shit. Okay. Whatever. As for actual books, I know I've talked about it quite some time before. Uh, I read a book called Fangirl. And that accidentally spawned another book called Carry On. Do you remember me talking about this at all? No. So there was a book called Fangirl. In the book, she's a giant fucking fangirl fan of a series, which is basically a Harry Potter spinoff. And uh, in, in Carry On, Simon is her fanfic. And it was so popular that she actually wrote a book called Carry On. She wrote a follow-up to that called The Wayward Son. I can't. Carry on, wayward son. Really? That's, that's why she called it that. Like I said, I can't make myself listen to it. And it's not that I don't want to. It's the fact that my rule is I only listen to audiobooks when I'm walking, and I don't want to start a book that I like when I'm about to go to work and have to stop at a specific time. Uh, Red shirts. You and I have both been crazy working, so we're wrong about everything. I wouldn't say wrong, just distracted. I've been trying to keep up as much as I can, but I just can't. There's never enough time, Deb. And on that note... Um, 
We're I out of time. I have not gotten through Disenchanted Season 2, but I wasn't excited. I'm, ex- I'm not watching it. I wasn't excited about it. it. They're not making dolls. I just want the Lucy. I, you're, you're oh, blunt. Shit. You're, mother's calling you're, Yeah, your deaf person phone is going off. So, uh-huh. on that note, we'll call it quits. Okay. I can't remember if there's an outro, but if not, here's the outro. This is the outro. Hold on one second. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.